ago, after finding a ragged chunk of driftwood about two feet long, she'd left the basic shape intact while carving the wolf in ball relief on the smoothest side. Powerful and majestic, the wolf appeared to be emerging from the piece of wood. Ted had praised the carving, but Ted had a natural tendency to encourage people. His comments didn't pack the same punch as those from someone who didn't know her and had no reason to protect her feelings. Excitement made her giddy. A moment of silence followed. She wondered if Jake had wandered away from the display to begin his grocery shopping, but she didn't dare look to make sure. If he'd finished admiring her work, that was fine. He'd given her a gift simply by commenting favorably. I want to buy it. Her chest tightened. A sale. All righty, then. Ted sounded pleased. Rachel was in shock. A complete stranger was willing to pay money for something she created. She stifled the urge to rush over and shower him with thanks. On the heels of that urge came another, to snatch the piece and announce it wasn't for sale after all. Once Jake bought that carving, she'd never see it again. She hadn't expected to be upset by that. Apparently, the wolf meant far more to her than she'd realized. Jake might like what she'd done, but he couldn't fully appreciate it unless he'd also caught a glimpse of the magnificent black wolf that had inspired her. She'd seen it only once, poised in a clearing. Grandpa Ike had taught her how to get good pictures of wild creatures, stay downwind, and seek cover. She'd been in luck that day, perfectly positioned for an awesome shot. The photo was still tacked to a bulletin board in the cabin, so she could use it to carve another likeness. Yet she couldn't guarantee the next attempt would capture the wolf's essence in quite the same way. She'd known this piece was special the moment it was completed. Finishing it had given her the confidence to approach Ted in the first place. She shouldn't be surprised it was about to become her first sale. If people bought her work, maybe she could give up her veterinarian internship and carve full-time. She'd thought she'd love being a vet, but the surgery and death that were an inevitable part of the job drained her. Wood carving gave her nothing but joy. Still, it might not bring in enough to support her. One sale was hardly a guarantee that she could make a living as an artist. It was a positive sign, though, and thanks to what she'd inherited from Grandpa Ike, she had a place to live and a little money to tide her over if she decided to switch gears. The prospect was scary but exciting, too. She had Jake the Skinny Dipper to thank for jump-starting her dreams. From the corner of her eye, she could see him rounding the aisle where she stood, a basket over his arm. Walking in the opposite direction, she ducked down a parallel aisle and carried her basket to the counter, where Ted was wrapping her carving. He glanced up and smiled. Do you want to tell? No, she kept her voice down. Thanks for not saying anything. Ted spoke softly, obviously sensing her nervousness. Decided that was up to you. He finished taping the end of the parcel and set it aside. Congratulations, though. He lives across the lake from you. Thought I recognized him. What's his name again? Jake Hunter. He's a wilderness guide, earns good money doing it, quite well off. I see. Judging people's financial status was tough in a place like Polecat, 
where everyone kept a low profile, dressed casually, and drove dusty trucks and SUVs. She was flattered that a successful wilderness guide found value in her work. Ted rang up her groceries and bagged them in the canvas tote she'd given him. She hadn't bought much because she'd been so distracted, so Ted finished quickly. Fine with her. She'd prefer to be out the door before Jake returned to the counter. She almost made it. She was tucking her change back into her purse when he walked up, his basket stuffed with everything from canned goods to paper products. He must be a fast shopper. Not wanting to appear antisocial, she met his gaze while keeping her expression friendly but neutral. Hi. Hello. He glanced at her with the same carefully neutral expression, but then a spark of interest lit his green eyes. Her breath caught. She'd never looked into those eyes before. Grandpa, I...